The Sarah Fraser Show is a daily podcast covering pop culture, reality recaps like Sister Wives, 90 Day Fiance, and your favorite Bravo shows, plus guests of all kinds. You might learn something too, and a splash of Sarah's own personal life. Hint, she's been trying to have a second baby at 42 and shares every last detail about it, for better or worse. The Sarah Fraser Show has been featured in the New York Post, Daily Mail, and more. You might have seen Sarah's recently only Lifetime's Married at First Sight kickoff and mid-season show show with host Kevin Frazier. So check out the Sarah Frazier show wherever you get your podcasts. What's up Wikimaniacs? Uh, so quick announcement before today's episode starts. I was gone for one week and uh, that's all it took for John and Sean to, to mess up the order. So uh, they set the wrong files to be edited for the Monday episode. So you guys actually get the Friday episode today, the Monday episode on Friday. That's how it is. So you get the Am I the Asshole stories today. And then Monday, you're going to listen to John and Sean do some Reddit readings. So enjoy some M.I. the Asshole stories today, and hopefully that doesn't mess up your schedule too much. Thank you. Now on to the episode. We are. We are. We are Cultivate. 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 We are Cultivate. What's up, Wikimaniacs? It's your boy, Sean, back at it again for the first time because I've never been on a Friday. This is bad already. I've never hosted a Friday episode. Josh is gone. The They let me host this one, which already is a huge mistake. But again, it's your boy, Sean, with me today. It's uh, John, my usual host, but we also have the writer of This Day in History and the editor of Reddit on Wiki, and they host their own podcast. We have the host of the wonderful Weird Distractions podcast, Alex, and the host of the wildly, probably Cultivate's most famous TikTok slash uh, podcast slash everything. <laughs> Christina from Is Spooky Tales. Say hello, everybody. Hello, hello. Hello, bonjour. Comment ça va? Oh, man. Wow. Duolingo, sponsor us because I need to get that translated. <laughs> it's, you know, just a little bit of French because, I don't know, I guess Canada? Question mark? Qu Quebec, right? Are you close to Quebec? Uh, Yeah, they're a province over, you know, just over, over yonder. Holy shit. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Holy moly. So if you guys don't know, I said it already, but Alex writes all of our This Day in History segments and Christina edits all of our episodes. But more importantly than that, they host their own podcast here on the Cultivate Network. Alex, do you want to give a little spiel on what Weird Distractions is about? Ooh, yes. So Weird Distractions is a weekly show where I basically rotate between true crime, conspiracy theories, paranormal stories, folklore, just anything that I find really weird. And I kind of introduce... Uh, shit, what was I going to say? I basically... <laughs> I 
Six, six. Sean, I'm you glad are I'm not the only one fumbling. I'm glad Fuck. I'm not the only one fumbling. Infectious. Okay. Yeah. Infectious. <laughs> so every episode, I basically introduce it by saying what I need distraction from, what maybe somebody else listening needs a distraction from, and then I get distracted and help other people get distracted by discussing these very random topics and you can find weird distractions wherever you find Reddit on wiki wherever you find the spooky tales new episodes are sunday at 7 a.m eastern standard time awesome and christina would you like to tell the wikimaniacs about a spooky tales uh yes my good friend mj and i share spooky stories uh myths legends haunted places sometimes true crime with a focus on latin america and uh, episodes every Friday. And I've been, what's it called? I've been not doing it, but normally I upload on TikTok as well. But I've just been, I'm in a fight it's with a TikTok. So <laughs> that's fair. That's oh. fair. That's fair. Yeah. They've been also, hating. Also, this on is me. like, this is the month to blast a spooky tale, isn't it? Uh, it, it do Latino Heritage Month yeah. plus October. Uh, yes. So spooky. Yeah. It's like, the exact time for is Spooky Tales. <laughs> the perfect time. The perfect timing. But yeah, guys, uh, now that we have that uh, said, John, do you have any comments, reviews, fun stuff from the Wikimaniacs? I don't have any reviews, but then I did forget something. Uh, one of our Wikimaniacs actually did DM us a few weeks back. And I was supposed to give him a shout out on our... 23rd episode, September 23rd episode, but that's Patreon only because we are technically taking a break. But I did wanted to give a shout out to Morgan. Morgan uh, DM'd us saying that this is what they wrote. So hi, my best friend and I listen on your podcast almost every day on the way to work. And we absolutely love you guys. And she wanted us to give a happy birthday to one of our patrons, Lena. What? Who was Should celebrating her birthday? birthday? No. Oh, I'm, we're oh not singing God. anymore. We they okay. told oh. us they're like, oh, hey, okay. we're gonna okay. pay you not to sing, so we're gonna that's honor yeah. these wishes. Because I didn't want to anyway. So thank oh, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they celebrated their birthday back on September 23rd. So Lena, just want to wish you happy birthday and uh, thank you for being a patron and thank you for listening to our little tiny show. Hell yeah! Happy belated. happy belated. Yes, happy belated. Well, thank you, John. And uh, again, happy belated. But now with all the housekeeping, home cleaning, whatever John calls it, it's, it's time to get into the, the fuck is yeah. home cleaning. I don't fucking know. <laughs> it's hard. I mean, that's what she said. Okay. Here we um, go. Let's go. Here Let's we go. go. Here we go. go. I, right, wore, I First, almost wore an office shirt, um, but instead I I put, chose the perfect day to wear this. Look. Get wow, therapy, baby. Let's go. Oh. Hell get yes. Get therapy. I know you can't Love see this see uh, if you're hearing, but if you're watching, you, you saw that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So get yeah. on YouTube, guys. You got to see that. <laughs> but uh, I, just for a little backstory for the Wikimaniacs. Is that the right word? Who knows? But uh, <laughs> if you know my hosting style, sometimes things can get a little weird. But I tried to be a little more conservative and try to, you know, WWJD, you know, what would Josh do? You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, so, I thought. I tried I to pick stories that. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, what would to, Jesus do? <laughs> That's what I thought. Who's that? <laughs> Technically, Josh is our Jesus. He I has mean, saved yeah. our podcast. 
He has turned water into wine, baby. <laughs> He's the white bearded man that resurrected our, you know, our show. Podcast, yeah. All hail Josh. You know, all, all, all hail Josh. Josh. Exactly. Praise be. <laughs> blessed be. <laughs> blessed be. I'm being blessed. <laughs> all right. Well, on today's menu, you know, with WWJD on my mind, here's what I pulled up. <laughs> I got. Four of these from our very own subreddit, the Reddit Ooh. on Wiki subreddit. So, uh, you know, again, I can't promote that thing enough uh, as far as, you know, getting us to read things. It's the easiest way for us to find stories uh, that we for sure know you guys want to hear because you guys are the ones that posted it. So the first story comes from Turtles Can Fly 7. I've used a lot of their stories already. It is titled, Am I the Asshole for Literally Showing My Dad How He Behaves Every Day When He Gets Home From Work? Mm. No. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. There's some asshole dads out there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Coming up next, we have from Wikimaniac North Wave, we have, Am I the Asshole? for getting my aunt and uncle kicked out of their house for not letting my husband and I sleep together. Mm, okay. Sounds mm. very conservative. But <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah. I sound mm. like they only do missionary at that household. Well, <laughs> what? WWJD, John. Oh. Yeah. Well, what would John do is the absolute opposite of WWJD, <laughs> baby. <laughs> In that situation? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. And then we also have from Finn Artemis. Am I the asshole for telling my wife I shouldn't be poor each month while she still has a ton of money? Hmm. I don't know, but I'm her. I'm on her side automatically. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Deadbeat husbands? No way, baby. <laughs> Down. This hits home, bro. <laughs> John and I are deadbeat husbands. Our wives are definitely the money Way better than us. That's the reason why they're our better halves. Yeah. Facts. Damn, bro. Okay. That shit hurt, Loki. <laughs> and then we have also from Turtles Can Fly 7, just killing it with the submissions. Am I the asshole for dropping our dinner on the ground? And walking out when my boyfriend asked me, quote, what's for dinner tonight, bitch? End quote. Oh! Immediate. Bitch. What? Immediately <laughs> no. Yeah. Immediately no. Immediately no. Wow. I would have thrown it at his face, but that's just me. Facts. Yeah. Yeah. Choose violence. Holy. Yeah. Always choose violence. Yeah. Always choose violence. <laughs> <laughs> Always. And that's not it. You know, oh. if you're a patron, because, you know, our patrons pay to get two extra Am I the Assholes every single week. And we are not skimping out just because Josh is out. I found two extra stories <laughs> for the patrons. So here we go. The first patron story is, am I the asshole for allowing my terminally ill daughter to smoke and drink? No. She nah. needs to live it. Live it up. Live it up. Yeah. 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 YOLO. And we also have, am I the asshole for being honest about honeymoon sex? 
what about it? <laughs> what yeah. does that mean? Uh, there are some have- of us here that don't know what that means. <laughs> Ooh, Tanner. Tanner, get on it. Jesus. Get on it, baby. Put Let's a ring go. On it. <sighs> Please. But if you want to hear those last two stories, you know what to do. You got to hit up the patron. I do not know the URL, but it is in our show notes. For sure, it's in our show notes. <laughs> Would you like me to do that portion for you, Sean, and save you? Go ahead and do that. Yeah, All say right. it. So if you want to hear those last two stories and get ad-free episodes, head on over to patreon.com slash cultivate podcast network and sign up today. On top of that, if you're a returning listener, please consider leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcast. Josh, did I do you proud wow. on that one, bro? I'm wow. Sure it's did. almost like, why why am I hosting this episode? You know what I mean? Like, this seems <laughs> no, like no, a bad no, idea. No, no, no. Keep going, bro. Keep going. Okay. We're you're proud. doing amazing. We're, We're pushing through. Okay. <laughs> so, the first story of the gay. Of the gay. <laughs> of the gays. <laughs> what? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Just thinking about Josh gets me hot and bothered. Sorry. Sorry. You know, just being in Josh's seat and like being one with Josh is kind of, yeah. you know, Freudian stri- uh, strips. Oh. Oh. Here <laughs> we go. You, you, you I miss my Canadian baby. lover. <laughs> Somebody get Josh oh. on the phone. Call him up in Greece. <laughs> The, the YouTube commenters aren't the only ones thirsty for Josh. Oh it's his God. own co-host. That bearded Me. face, my goodness. Oh my! Just want to sit on it. <laughs> Anyways, he's gonna hate this, which is great. <laughs> oh, I love it so much. Oh. First story of the day, uh, sent from you know the Wikimaniacs, but originally posted by Throwaway six one five six five. Am I the asshole for literally showing my dad how he behaves every day when he gets home from work? Hmm. My female, 16, father, male, 46, is the, quote, breadwinner, quote, when mom is a stay-at-home mom. She handles everything around the house, like cooking, mopping, washing, laundry, etc., I am the oldest and I try to help, but really there's only so much I can do while my dad just gets home at the end of the day and literally complains about everything, such as how the carpet isn't clean or how the food is cold. As a result, I've had to listen to huge arguments daily between him and mom. It's exhausting, but honestly, I think my dad is in the wrong here. I tried talking to him, to get him to see how his behavior is, but to no avail. So what I did was pick a day off for him and pretend to act like him. I put together an outfit that looked like a suit and put some black tape over my lips to look like a mustache. (laughs) At 6 p.m., I went inside the house and shouted, I'm home, then sat next to him in the living room and started kicking my shoes while complaining about the state of the house at the top of my lungs. He glanced at me very confusingly, asking what I was doing. I proceeded to ignore him, and I started yelling about how the carpet was so dirty, how my shower wasn't ready, and how the kids needed to be quieter, and so on and so forth. He kept staring while mom and my siblings laughed. (laughs) My youngest brother kept pointing towards me, saying, This is daddy. This is daddy. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) 
<laughs> I then proceeded to yell about dinner and then berated my mother for not preparing it before I had gotten home. My dad stopped me and in a serious tone asked what I was doing. <laughs> I turned to him and yelled, what? Can't a man fucking rest after working oh. long hours <laughs> in the most, <laughs> in the most macho voice I could muster? Love it. Oh, my dad finally got the hint because this was a common phrase that he uses daily. daily. He went quiet and avoided looking at me. I stopped the act and told him I was just trying to show him what he's like every single day when he comes home from work. He said nothing, just went outside and refused to speak to me. <laughs> Later, he went on about how I, quote, mocked him and, quote, invalidated him. Good. That he does work hard. And me doing this was extremely disrespectful and invalidating. Baby. Mom said it was funny, but also thought I hurt my dad's feeling and I could have gotten the message across some other way instead. Nah. So, no, am I the asshole? Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. I'm sorry. Like, if you, you have, you cannot, if you can't, what's the, what's the saying? If you can't dish it out, don't take it in, so to speak. Like, or no, don't dish it out if you can't take it back in. Like, if you're going to come in every single day, every single day and be a complete asshole to your entire family by the sounds of it, you better be able to take it. When somebody is being an asshole to you. Just saying. I feel like this specific dad is stuck in like such a, the 1940s, 50s mindset of just because I provide for the family, therefore I am the omnipotent figure of this house. I'm not going to discount the fact that you do probably work hard because it is mm -hmm. very difficult to provide as a single provider for a family. But in the very same token, you cannot discredit the fact that your wife also has a job. Although they're not paying the bills necessary, necessarily, they're at home taking care of everything so your ass can do what you need to do outside and make sure you come home like the house is not burning down or you at least have some food on your table. That doesn't give you an excuse to be a complete dick. And the fact that OP kind of use something to like a, a, a an imagery in a way to show you how you are being an asshole and you got hurt over it that says more about you more a lot about you than a person than than anything to me yeah not to mention like you're if you're that much of an ass and your kids are noticing watch when you grow old they're not gonna want to be around you no one's gonna want to be around you and then the mom to tell like it shouldn't be up to that kid to try and show his dad how he is. Like, she, they, sh first of all, he shouldn't be that way. Second of all, the mom should be the one to be like, hey, you need to cool it because the kids are noticing what a piece of shit you are. <laughs> like, it, it, for her to have told this, the, the kid, like, oh, you heard your dad's feelings. Like, no, he shouldn't have been put in that position in the first place. Everyone's tired when they go home from work. Mm -hmm. Kids, it's hard. It's hard having. It's hard being at home. Um, like, I basically do both things because I work part-time. So on the days, like, my husband and I switch days. And when I get home, I work 12 hours. When I get home, I don't expect the house to be clean. Like, I'm not going to get home and be like, bitch, where's my food? Like, 
no. And the same thing with him, because having two of them so small in the house, it's not easy. And I'm just, I can't believe this guy's just such an ass. Like, Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The audacity of this guy is fucking insane. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just, I mean, yeah, like John said, uh, he could be working very hard. He probably is working hard. Uh, you know, being uh, the sole provider for a family is a ton of pressure. And, you know, he's probably stressed at the job, and you know. But just because you're stressed, at a, you, you never want to bring your stress and put it on to your partner. Don't and take it especially out if on you have your kids, family. Let the kids see that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Well, and mm-hmm. it's just... It's just so silly. And I don't know. I Anytime I hear about somebody that's like that, it's like, yeah, you're maybe bringing in the income or a majority of the income. But at the end of the day, a household is not just one person. Well, it's and you an have to think about group. how much money they're saving on any daycare, how much money they've saved over the years on daycare on like, I don't know, someone to come and clean the house. They're probably exactly. saving on that. Yep, that's um, exactly. She's probably yeah. like the secretary of the home, keeping track of appointments, right? Mm-hmm. So there's like a mental yep. load that comes with that, that like people don't think about when they're like, oh, I'm the breadwinner. Like, blah, blah, blah. like yeah. shut up. Yeah. <laughs> well, and isn't there... That's a I, super good point. There like is... the fact that like she's doing all of that, if you consider that like, it, you know, like you said, like if someone was paying for that, that's how much money she's technically making your family. Yeah. You yeah. Think yeah. about it, like you said. So, yeah, that's fucking insane. That's a really <laughs> mm-hmm. good fucking point. Well, and I think I saw somewhere once where um, I don't know if it was like stay at home moms or something like a stay at home parent. Technically, for what they have to do on a regular basis, like how much it would actually pay in a salary. And it was quite a lot, actually, because if you think about it, like Chris, like you had said, you know, you have to keep a, a track of appointments, house maintenance, organization in general. Not only that, but that's inside the house. There's also shit outside of the house. Plus, you're taking care of Chauffeur. children. Chauffeur. If there's animals, like, heaven forbid, like, if you live on a farm, that is a full-time fucking job. Yep. <laughs> yep. And oh, I don't yeah, think- I've seen 90 Day Fiance. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. That's my <laughs> shit. <Right. laughs> And, and I think people discount the fact, too, with, like, stay-at-home parents, whether it's a stay-at-home mom or stay-at-home dad. People who go to work, like, even in office, sometimes, like, just having that quiet downtime to yourself... You get is to like leave. Such a, yeah, you get to separate yourself from your home. The, the, the partner that's staying at home can't separate work from, from home because, essentially, that's their job. They wake yep. up every day, see the same scene, got to deal with the same mess... As opposed to going to office, you probably have to drive 30 to 40 minutes to work. You can possibly pull up in your garage and not even go straight home. Like you have that downtime to kind of decompress. Stay at home parents don't have that luxury. It's like you're on 24 7, whether you like it or not. There's no breaks. Exactly. And yeah, there's actually something very therapeutic about coming home from work and just sitting in your car in your driveway for a little bit. Just like that time. Oh, that's where I have my mental breakdowns all the time. It's amazing. (laughs) It's amazing. Between that and the shower, it's like. Oh, I'll be having like, you know, those Drake moments and I'm just like showering. like (laughs) Hand on the the wall. (laughs) (laughs) Dripping down. Just dripping down. Boy, life got (laughs) fucked up. (laughs) That's when you know. 
That's when you know. Pretend That's when you the, know. the water flowing down your face is like tears. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going through it. So Sometimes <laughs> they are tears. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Like, oh. like both of my sisters uh, have been or are stay-at-home moms at some point in their marriage. And like parentage. I don't know what the word is for that. Parent- but while being parents, they've been like stay-at-home. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Parentage. parentage, the parentage, trap. and their type okay, parentage. <laughs> parentage, but yeah, Parenthood. like both of my brother-in-laws have been really good about like you know uh, if they come home from work, like if they you know it hasn't been like that since COVID, uh, right. but like you know when they come home from work, they like take over everything and let my sisters like. Go to fucking like Target for like an hour, two hours, oh, kind of just like decompress amazing. from everything. Yeah, that's so sweet. And I'm like, yeah. oh my god, that is really sweet. And like, you know, I was pretty young at the time, so I'm like, oh, that's like a great example Bam. for me to have, you know, yeah. moving forward. So, yeah, it's just like, if anything, this like showed like the example that you're setting for your kids, mm-hmm. and like, if it's upset you this bad then you got to be like, oh, I'm probably upsetting my entire family this bad too. You know what I mean? Sounds like this person would really benefit from therapy. Oh, there it is. Uh, get therapy. Oh, oh, Bam, oh, get therapy. Oh, I missed my cue. Oh, I don't have the sweat. <laughs> yeah, I know. I need to order it. <laughs> yeah, it's so comfy. What a plug. <laughs> All right, moving on to our next story. Am I the asshole for getting my aunt and uncle kicked out of their house for not letting my husband and I sleep together? How do you what kick a title. somebody? Yeah, how do you kick somebody out of their own house? I'm not gonna lie, uh, I have not read this one. Okay, uh, all in adventure. So I am interested. I saw I saw the title and it had like a bunch of upvotes, and it was submitted by Okomaniac. So I was like, let me just be surprised. All right, here we go. I, a 27-year-old male, am married to a man, 28-year-old male. He is the love of my life. I had only ever dated women before him, but when I met him, I realized that I was bi and we fell in love. Beautiful. We got married in the fall of 2018, so it's been almost four years now. We now live in Vermont. My whole family is from a small town in Texas. Oh, Ugh. no, this is going to be bad for our state. <laughs> now I know uh, why they got kicked out of the house. Never mind. <laughs> yep. Only do a missionary cons- on that part of town. God damn it. Yep. A super conservative Catholic area. Oh, no. Yes, I knew <laughs> it. I hate it. I hate it. Uh, as a Catholic Texan, this can only be bad. For- <laughs> <laughs> I was raised there, but... Dad got a job in New York City when I was 15. The culture shock was difficult. We went from living in a rural Texas to living in an apartment in Manhattan. Ooh, got that Manhattan money. My parents didn't sell our house in Texas. They allowed our aunt and uncle, who just had their third child, to move in while charging them a small rent. In college, when I came out as bi, my brother and dad were very supportive. My mom... Needed some time to accept. The rest of my family reacted poorly at first, but eventually came around. 
During visits, we stayed with my aunt and uncle at my old house, but because we weren't married, we weren't allowed to share a bed. We didn't argue. We would rather make peace. Since visiting, instead of staying with my aunt and uncle, we would rent a motel room. During COVID, we did not visit them. But this summer, my parents and brother decided to go visit my hometown again for two weeks and invited my husband and I. I wanted a motel again, but my aunt and uncle insisted that my brother, husband, and I stay with them. The first night sleeping situation was being discussed after my cousins went to bed. My aunt and uncle wanted me and bro to take the spare room, and my husband would sleep on the couch. What? All three of us took issue with that. They snapped that we were not really married because we were gay. What? Oh, boy. Fuck them. Fuck that family. Mm -hmm. Fuck them. Ugh. And that they had children in the house. They said that it would be a bad influence on their kids. Oh, my God. You're a bad influence to your kids. Yeah. Is being a homophobe. (sighs) Facts. This hurt my husband's feelings, and he started crying and ran out of the room. When my husband ran out, my uncle had the audacity to start laughing. I would have fucking hit him. What? Yeah, I would have oh, fucking. I would have been throwing hands. I would have threw hands. Catch these yeah. hands. I would have thrown hands. Bitch. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, fuck around and find out. Oh my god. That's when I saw red. Okay, okay. I started cussing them out so loudly <sighs> that my young cousins came to investigate. I told them that if they didn't go apologize to my husband immediately, And I was going to tell my dad what just happened. And I was going to make sure to have them kicked out of the house. This house was still in my parents' name. My brother seconded everything I was saying. They started backtracking and saying that they were still welcome in their house, but that we had to follow their rules. I responded that it wasn't even really their house. I told them (laughs) they were going to be homeless if I had my way. The kids started crying because they heard me say that they were all going to be homeless. (laughs) So we left. My husband was on the porch crying, and I promised that I would never subject him to that again. I told my dad what happened, and to say my dad was angry would be an understatement. W, dad. He served them a notice of eviction for 60 days. I have been getting calls and texts, and Facebook messages from my family calling me an asshole. Nope. I want to know, am I the asshole for allowing my young cousins to end up homeless? Is it fair that they have to pay for what my aunt and uncle said to me and my <sighs> husband? Ew. It, it, although it is very sad for little cousins to be homeless, that would have been avoided if the uncle was not such a homophobe and such an asshole themselves. He gave him a chance exactly. to apologize, too. True. He said, yep. apologize to my husband exactly. and everything will be sort of fine, right? Like, I'm not going to tell my yep. dad. And they didn't. So that's not on OP. That's on the, un- the, what are they, uncle? Uncle, uncle yeah. yeah. Uncle and aunt. Yeah, Ain't it's no their one to fault. Blame, they're homeless. <laughs> yep. Ain't no one to blame but those two because yeah. they're homophobic mm-hmm. bad. Mm-hmm. Well, and to like, yeah. to, like, to oppress someone... Because your views are different and you have the audacity to do that when it's not even your property. I would get it if if that was your place, like you own it. And like, you know, like not not saying that you can set your own rules, but 
just don't be a fucking asshole and like respect yeah. people's yeah. beliefs and respect people's choices. That's it. I also I have a hard time understanding why it matters whether two married people of the same gender like if somebody is in a homosexual relationship what why does it matter if they sleep in the same bed or not because realistically like if it was a female and a male like in a hetero relationship they could also just be fucking too like i don't understand it's, the viewpoint the of like let's they separate don't care. Them. yeah they don't care about that yeah. it's because they're gay that's it which is yeah. it's just like, who gives a shit? Like, it's not like they're going to do it loudly enough that the whole house will wake up and hear. Like, and it's you know, just, they probably weren't even going to have sex. They probably wouldn't no. even do it. No. Yeah. <laughs> they exactly. would not be having sex at their homophobic on an no. uncle's house. Probably. <laughs> I mean, if they wanted to, they could. But I'm yeah. still like. But yeah. And it's just, just so weird that like homophobes think like anybody on the spectrum is so like constantly horny like exactly. all the time it's That's crazy like, yeah homophobic it's... dudes are like oh like i don't want to hang out with a gay dude like he wants to fuck me no, no bro no, i guarantee you he does not want nobody yeah. wants to fuck you yeah exactly it's it's the same in two oh if someone God. says oh i'm bisexual it's like oh so you must you must just like have sex all the time then it's, it's like no like i just like to like there's just more how do i put it I'm just not falling into one category. They have a preference. Yeah, like, they have the, a preference. Here's, here's what I don't get about uber religious people. And Sean, so sorry if I ever like step on your. T- I don't think you're you're that no, way. You're fine. By the way, I don't understand why they meddle with people's choices so much. If they want to get into heaven so bad, you do do you <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like you yeah, want to be like. Holy, the most holiest person out there, do good deeds. Yeah. You thinking like you're spitting whatever Bible verses you got going on, Leviticus, John 360, whatever the fuck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you say Austin that, Austin 360, I just whooped their ass. Well, this OP 316 said you just got kicked out of the motherfucking house. That's what <laughs> yeah. happened. But you spewing all that, that's spewing hate. What, yeah. Whatever happened to love yeah. love your neighbor? There's nothing like, like what if your Christian neighbor love. just has a different perspective oh, or a yeah. different point of view? All of a sudden, like, you don't love them or, like, you're going to treat them like shit? You can't pick and choose what commandments, like, you follow, yep. bro. Like They can that's, and they do. That, that's just they will. <laughs> but you're right. Yeah. Which is yeah. the most annoying part because it's like you, you shouldn't. And yet those are the people that are very much like, oh, like, I'm so supportive and I'm so nice and I'm such a good person. It's like... Okay, but take 10 steps back. Your hatred towards people that aren't like you. And I think that's the uncomfortable part that people just don't know how to handle. They don't understand people that aren't exactly like them. All right, we got one more before we go to an ad break. Let's hope my computer does not freeze. <laughs> you got it, computer. We All right, you. I'm happy. Okay. Am I the asshole for telling my wife I shouldn't be poor each month while she still has a ton of money? This hurts. (laughs) (laughs) It's getting too close to home. I'm like, bro. Let's see what two deadbeat husbands think about. (laughs) But I, I also feel this because my partner makes a lot more money than I do. And yeah, there is a point in the month where I'm like... 
I have $20 till payday. I'm so hungry. <laughs> me too. I'm so hungry. Help me. All right. Here we go. Hey, everyone. Oh, uh, this is from Reddit user Poor Husband Rich Wife. Love it. Damn. Uh, is that, is, is that my point. burner? <laughs> <laughs> here we go. <laughs> okay. Hey, everyone. Me, 35-year-old male, and my wife, 36-year-old female, have been married for three years. I have two children from my first marriage, 17-year-old male, 13-year-old female, and she has four. Oh. 17 female, 15 male, 12 female, 8 female. Uh, that's sounds like a nightmare. not really important. They don't ever come that's, back yeah, up. That's a lot of... That's yeah, a lot of teenage angst in that household. God, those ages, yeah. all of them, oh my God. Ooh, in one nasty, household. Nasty ass socks all over the floor in that <laughs> household. Oh, hell no. There's only two guys, so that's hopefully enough. not too many dirty. <laughs> <laughs> one is a menace already. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Well, I have 50% custody of my kids, and she has full custody of her kids. And their dad is way behind on child support. She provides all of their financial support. I want to preface, preface? Yeah. I want to preface this by saying my wife and I keep our finances separate. My wife makes more than double than I do. She gets paid $50 an hour and I get paid $22 an hour. And it has always been like that. We agreed when we moved in together that we would split bills equitably based on our incomes. She ended up covering basically all household expenses, mortgage, utilities, cable, internet, food, etc. I would cover one week's worth of groceries and my car payment, car, motorcycle insurance, gas, cell phone, vapes. Also, wild that vapes, vapes. are included in all of those necessities. <laughs> hey, yo, it's low a key, necessity. Hey, Loki, I want that deal. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. split half. I'm like, goddamn. Yeah. yeah, same. Jeez. What's that like? I also don't have like 10 children, so like that probably helps. Yeah. This all changed when <laughs> this all changed when I wrecked my car earlier this year. I went shopping with my wife for a new car. And really wanted an SUV. My wife made me look at cars too because they're a lot cheaper. But I had my mindset. When we sat down to finance it, they told me that my payments would be about eight hundred fifty dollars a month. What the fuck? God. Versus damn, what, what kind, kind of, of car is that? Is that a Lexus? I'm sorry. I'm what kind of SUV it. is this? Yeah, that should sound like gas? a Range Rover. Yeah, okay. Mm. Especially for barely being able to fucking cover shit. Wild for that you chose this. For twenty two dollars an hour, I would be looking at used cars. Um, there's no shame in a used car. Okay, that's there's no shame in the used car game. All we have for real here, yeah. and it's fine. <laughs> so my payments would be about eight hundred fifty dollars a month versus about. The $300 a month for the car. I decided on the SUV and my the wife fuck? seemed pissed. Uh, yeah. Oh, I don't blame her. Yeah. One bit. I'm just very confused as to what cars they're looking at. Because even <laughs> 300 like, it just. Yeah. Um, it's not adding up to me. I don't know. The math is not math. This credit must be ass. 
Tattoo, oh. yeah. You gotta imagine. Oh, He's spending it all on twenty two percent APR. Yeah. It's like, holy <laughs> shit, bro. Yeah, exactly. He has a specific loan for his vapes too, oh, probably. Yeah. <laughs> for real. <laughs> the APR is for the vapes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh shit. Anyway, my insurance readjusted after the accident. With my car payment and other expenses, I barely have a hundred dollars in expendable income each month. God. My damn. wife has fun money and still throws a lot into savings and projects around the house. I was speaking about being frustrated about this with my sister. And she mentioned that a sign of financial abuse is limiting access to household money. Your sister's a mm. dumbass. That's <laughs> Your sister. Your sister's an enabler. Yup. <laughs> is a dumbass. She probably well, so, takes her advice from Dr. Phil. I'm not going to lie. Mm. That sounds exactly like something Dr. Phil would say. I mean, it's, cash a, it's a true thing. Yeah. But How about not, that? How about that? Um, <laughs> that's not what's happening here. <laughs> no, absolutely yeah, not. Absolutely not. No. <laughs> do y'all uh, do y'all follow that? He has a TikTok and an Instagram and a YouTube, but that Supreme Dreams guy. He has like mm. a bunch of like viral videos with his friends. Anyways, he has like this show. I, yeah, or he has like a about. clip. He has a clip where it's called like Instigator Olympics or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <And> this the <laughs> sister sounds, sounds like you know just like instigate <laughs> things and just watch things burn down. Oh, yeah, like yeah. this is what the sister reminded me of. Oh just, my god, she's just chaos. <laughs> It just yeah, chaos the, as a person. La toxica. The fucking joker. <laughs> so I approached my wife and said I wanted to combine our accounts. Boy, if you don't <laughs> get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Goodbye. I, you trying to get an A plus in a group project. Get the yep. fuck yep. out of yep. here. Take your shitty ass vapes and... <laughs> Walk home. <laughs> wow. It'll be so funny if he's the only one vaping. <laughs> he, he listed that like, yeah, I pay for our vapes. <laughs> That's probably it. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I told her I shouldn't have to live like a pauper while she like has money pauper. to throw around. Nah. And she told fuck? me that it was my own decisions throughout life that have led me to not have a lot of disposable income. Uh, and that yeah. if we wanted to discuss a budget for fun money for each of us, we could do that. Man, I got really mm-hmm. upset and mm-hmm. told her it isn't loving or right for her to have so much left while I barely have two pennies to rub <sighs> together. It's your... <laughs> the, I'll, I'll the, this is the tiniest violin yeah. playing. <laughs> wow. Small dick energy. Through the roof. Things okay. got heated, and I'm staying at my sister's for the weekend. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> the sister probably like answered the door, like, it, "Oh, yes, yes. I wasn't Excellent. expecting you." <laughs> Bed fully made. Oh my Tell God. me more about your problems. <laughs> what happened next? While she's eating popcorn. Ooh, ooh. I'm drinking tea. Yeah, hold on, hold on. Let me let me just let me just get comfortable. <laughs> Do tell. I don't think wanting things to be even is so wrong, but my wife is kind of right that if I had gotten a cheaper car, I would have more money. So (laughs) am I the asshole? And to preface this, I had to use that trick that Josh taught me uh, because he had deleted this post because he he was so ashamed. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. I'm going to go with 
Yes, you are the asshole yeah. for even suggesting that. <laughs> normally, yep. normally uh, in this show, like what Christina is wearing right now, we would suggest you get therapy. But in this case, my boy, you need to take financial literacy classes. Because <laughs> as much as a broke guy as I am, I know damn well not to get a fucking $800 car. And the fact that I was trying to ride my car as long as possible until it was like, yes. okay, it's not even worth it. To mm-hmm. fix it because it costs more to fix it than, uh-huh. you know, just to get a new one. Yep. And even then, like, I bought a car and my payment is like, what, $300 a month. And it's a brand new car. I got that mm-hmm. good credit, though. So that that's a different story. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> um, but other than that, like, you kind of made your own bed. Mm-hmm. You know? like Because yeah. if you had gotten the $300, the $300 payment car or whatever, you still had $500 expendable where you can allocate that for fun money or yes. whatever extra you want to do vape yeah. some more if you fucking want to <laughs> vape all you want <laughs> vape all vape, you want yeah vape your little heart out sweetie i'm just saying you done fucked oh. up and you put yourself in this situation and the the bag that your wife is getting she got that because she worked for her shit you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i suggest you do the same yeah i it's hard because I understand the concept of when you're in a relationship, there's some people who think, oh, my money is your money, your money is my money, that kind of mentality. But at the end of the day, you're also responsible for your own debts. And if you don't like it, then you need to do something about it, right? And on top of that, maybe consider cutting back on things that you could live without, right? Like, If you are in an area that doesn't snow frequently, you don't need a bigger car or a bigger vehicle, you can, like, you don't have to get the biggest, flashiest thing in the world. You don't have to do these things. You can save up to do them eventually when you're in a better financial situation. But I don't know. This guy sounds like a little bit of a crybaby to me. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I think if he had been looking at, like, a different car and... He hadn't gotten that super expensive one. And I mean, it, like if it wasn't for that, it could you could say, yeah, she's making this much money. They're married. She could be helping him out a little bit. But but he is not helping himself. So how are you exactly. going to help someone yeah. that that's not helping themselves yeah. and making the situation worse for them? Like, <laughs> Yeah, and I wonder what his perspective would have been, like the OP's perspective would have been if the roles eventually were reversed, right? Like, what if she lost her job? What if she wasn't in in the same financial situation at one point? Would he be that much will, like that much more willing to help her, or would he say, "Well, you're in your own position," right? Like, I think that needs to be in that, like, he needs to put that in perspective too. I think she'd be right though, because like she's also saves on the side. Yeah, and, <laughs> true. And she'd be yeah, fine. She's smart. She, and she's being smart with her shit. Like I, my wife's the same way. She's very smart with money. I'm an idiot, so I'm more than happy to admit that. Also, uh, Sean, before you get to your point, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but oh no, you're good. He also didn't factor the fact that he just totaled his car. You know, yeah. knowing damn well that insurance premiums are going to be up the ass. Yeah. So you're telling yeah. me you're going to get a, a really expensive car knowing damn well you just told your shit. What the fuck do you expect how much your premium is going to be and how much your total car is going to be? 
you should have gotten the lower end because in case you fuck up again, it's not yep. going to be as expensive. He should have got a used car and then he would have had all the yeah. fun money he would have wanted. Or <laughs> a bicycle with a helmet. Like, dude, just... He just sounds like a red flag, like a walking red flag mm-hmm. to me. I don't know. I will say this, though. If you live in Texas, it's impossible. This is like... Texas is one of the worst, except maybe Austin, but it's like one of the worst for like public transportation or like, you know, like biking or thing. It's, it's ass. Like the infrastructure is not there. Made for Uh, cars. Like, yeah, yeah, it, you have to drive in Texas, unfortunately. That's that's fair. Yeah. But you don't have to drive an $800 a month. No, you do not. You do not. In this economy? Inflation? Yeah. Gas motherfucking costs more than like four bags of hot Cheetos. You yeah. got me messed up. I ain't doing that. No. Yeah. I, I think he maybe, you know, I'll give him some credit. Maybe he wanted to get the SUV to, you know, help out with the kids. But then I was thinking about it. I was like, all these motherfuckers are like teenagers. They're about to fucking drive. Like they don't need you to be chauffeur, I guess. Like just get the fucking used car or whatever. And then part of me is also like, oh, well, you know, things should be equitable. But it's also like, how much effort are you trying to better yourself to get yourself in a position that's better than $22 an hour? Or like, or are you just like chilling? Because it sounds like, you know, everyone's situation is different. But I've I've seen friends, you know, be in relationships where like one person kind of babies the other and kind of lets the other person get away with a lot of shit. And then when like push comes to shove, like that's a big reason on why they broke up because they take a step back and they're like, oh, like this is like not how I want to live or whatever. And, you know, you, it's as as much as they, you know, like are your friends, you know, you can't blame the other person. Like what were you doing this whole time? You know what I mean? Like you got to always, especially when like the income difference is that big, you got to at least be doing some something to try and like me personally. I, I don't need a lot, you know what I mean? But also if like I was only paying for like one week's worth of groceries a month and she was literally covering everything else and then I was still buying fucking, I would not be buying vape shit. Like, <laughs> no, like, uh, like she, no. she's like, already like, paying that, for more things um, because yeah. she Every, for like, it and Literally that's everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and child support. You're right. Like you yeah. should be yeah. fucking busting your ass to find a way to help. Yeah, Instead, exactly. it sounds like you're asking her for more. Like, before yeah. you asked her for more money, you got to look at yourself and be like, yeah, dude, like, am I doing yeah. the most I can to help her out? Of- she's in a tough situation herself. Just because she has money to save doesn't mean she's not, like, being frugal Struggling. or, like, yeah. like well, pinching pennies where, when and where she can. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's paying for fucking four kids yeah. with no and child support. Four on top kids of your, plus and, one. Plus, yeah, plus you. Yeah. And sometimes you're two kids. So it's like, dude, you, you can't ask support. her for more. You cannot yeah. ask her for more. Exactly. Well, and that's the thing where he needs to take in some stock of why he's not maybe putting in as much into the... Because at the end of the day, it's putting into the relationship, right? Like, he seems to be asking more out of the relationship and the concept of money and finances. And it's like, okay, but... You can't just take, take, take of a relationship. Mm-hmm. At some point, the person you're taking from is going to get really fed up. They're going to get burnt out and they're not going to want to participate anymore. Yep. So you need to either provide 
provide something or take stock and say, okay, is there a reason why I'm not doing this? Like, what can I do to better myself for not only this person, but for myself in the long scheme of things? And you Mm -hmm. could do that in therapy. (laughs) Bam. While wearing our get therapy. That's also part of a conversation that you have with your spouse. Money is such a huge thing to fight over. And just going to draw from personal experience. Like there's some times when I'm just like, fuck, I'm like scraping and my wife is doing well. Um, and she offers support, but I just be like, let me, let me try to figure it out. You know, like, um, although part of it is, is my fault. I do make some like stupid decisions sometimes. And like, I don't make as much as I, I, I want to, but you can also factor it if your relationship's healthy and your relationship has a lot of trust and a lot of communication involved, maybe you can work your way up to that kind of equity with them. Like, hey, if I do something around the house, maybe do you help me like, you know, with this expense for a little bit? Or can you cover for like a few months and then I'll pay you back type of shit? You got to work something out and you just got to communicate that with each other. But the fact that he's asking and making the boneheaded decisions about picking an $800 car over something that's more like affordable. financially smarter, <laughs> yes. affordable, mm-hmm. then you kind of buried your own shit. And fuck the sister for instigating, by the way. <laughs> well, that's yeah. She's low-key my favorite, though. <laughs> yeah, a, I feel like this would, be a, yeah, this would be a really good episode of like, I don't know, some like spinoff on TLC. Yeah. Like sister tea sipper or something like yeah. that. Oh, we're like, God. Yeah. We're like the sister just instigates everything and just like watches everything fall apart. Yeah. TLC, if you do hear this, um, I will take <laughs> check. Uh, you can email me at weirddistractionspodcast.outlook.com and uh, I look forward to our collaboration. Thank you. And uh, TLC, feel free to Venmo Alex at S E A N S N T P O D. She accepts all forms of Venmo, and just feel oh. free to throw that to her. <laughs> Even, Even though, though there's one form of Venmo, <laughs> and it's not. Oh, in Venmo's not in Canada. No, oh, shit. oh that's my crazy. God. But uh, for TLC, it is. Gotta yeah, keep yeah, it within yeah, yeah. the family. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> what are you gonna say, John? No, I was gonna say like. Uh, yeah, I told my wife we're going to get rich off of podcasting and it's been two years and I haven't barely seen the die. <laughs> same, same. I told my husband the same thing. Same. Yeah. yeah. No, but like we're, yeah. I'm I'm not rich by any means at all. And neither is my husband. We're same. like, you could probably classify us as like, you know, low middle class, barely. Yeah. We're like I'm on right the low you. end of that. Right. And there's months where one of us worked more. And so we're like, hey, can you transfer me? 100 for groceries. Yeah, no problem. Or can you do this? Vice versa. But neither one of us is going and buying new cars where we have to pay money that we can't afford. Like, you could work together. But this, their situation, like, he's not helping himself. And that income disparity, it's going to cause problems no matter what. Like, it's like in the Mexican soap operas when... (laughs) When someone marries someone super rich and out of their social class, it's it's going to cause issues. And he's Tell not helping novella. himself. Novella. Novella. I love me love some novella. All right, guys. Well, before we move on to our last story of the day, unless you're a patron, then you get three. Uh, we have to take an ad break, probably about cutting your pubes, guys. See you back. <laughs> 
Bye. If you pay $25, you can watch <laughs> me shave Sean down there, baby. Oh, God. It's going to be very oh, smooth. God. I'm leaving that Again, in. the Venmo is. That's <laughs> 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 Oh, my God. Have you ever thought about why your wireless bill is so damn expensive? It's all just radio waves. And how much can a radio wave really cost? Seems like big wireless got together and decided $100 a month. I think they'll buy it. What choice do they have? But now, thanks to Mint Mobile, you do have a choice. For a limited time, all phone plans from Mint Mobile are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. That's unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. Wireless service so good that you could tune into Reddit on Wiki wherever you are Plus, you'll be a rich Wikimaniac from all the savings. Now, wait a gosh dang minute, Sean. Good. Did I just hear Lord. plans start at $15 a month and you get unlimited talk, text, and high speed data? That's right. But wait, there's more. You can keep your same phone number. Plus, you have the option to choose from three, six, or 12 month plans so you can kiss them monthly bills goodbye. And to get this new customer offer and your new three month unlimited limited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month go to mintmobile.com slash reddit cut your wireless bill to 15 dollars a month at mintmobile.com slash reddit additional taxes fees and restrictions apply see mint mobile for details thank you mint mobile for supporting the show now let's skedaddle back to our stories can you believe that March is already here? I can't. But what I do believe is eating better is easy and possible with Factors Delicious ready-to-eat meals. Still planning to march to the grocery store? Jeez. That's madness. God you don't need to jump through hoops to get fresh, never-frozen meals that are chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. Plus, you can help your boys ball out so we can quit our day jobs and bring this show to you full-time by supporting our sponsors. Sponsors. I actually hate that you write these ads, John, because I'm contractually obligated to read puns. But Factor got you covered on meals, including breakfast, midday bites, and many more. The best part, no more prepping, no more messy cleanups after. Just pop them inside a microwave and you're ready to hit a fast break in less than two minutes. That's a slam dunk, if you ask me. <laughs> Not only do you save time, but you save some money too. Factor is less expensive than takeout. It's almost as if your wallet is getting a rebound from spending more. And not to mention these meals are way more nutritious. Head to factormeals.com slash wiki50 and use code wiki50 to get 50% off. That's code wiki50 at factormeals.com slash wiki50 to get 50% off. Thank you, Factor, for supporting the show. And uh, we are back with the last story of the day. Again, unless you're paying us that sweet, cold cash uh, and you get two extra ones. Uh, but for all you pours, just kidding. I feel Guys, I just spent the last five minutes talking about how I was poor and a deadbeat husband. <laughs> I make poor jokes because I am poor, guys. Yes. If you don't laugh, then it's just sad. Yeah. You yeah. gotta laugh at yourself. Okay, so. Am I the asshole for dropping our dinner on the ground and walking out when my boyfriend asked me, quote, what's for dinner tonight, bitch? Nope. Oh. No. no. Nope. 
Yeah. He's oh, lucky. I, I think we don't done. even need to hear it. Like, no. We don't even, yeah. <laughs> I would no. have slapped the what shit would out of you with my garlic this? bread, baby. <laughs> yeah, nothing, nothing would justify this. Yeah. I can't imagine there's a way. And Mm-mm. from, like, woman to woman, you can say bitch from oh, yeah. anyone in the LGBTQ IA plus, you know, circle to women. You can say bitch from, but a straight cis man saying Mm-mm. bitch to anyone else. No, unless it's man to man. Immediately no. But yeah. Mm-hmm. I did Sean say calls, bitch one time. Sean and calls uh, me a bitch I, sometimes. I had to apologize. <laughs> oh, sorry. Man to man is fine. Uh, man to woman. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, no. It was, it was man to uh, clearly an asshole in one of these stories. That's and then fine. I immediately yeah. was like, well, I hate to call a woman a bitch. You know, I don't call women <laughs> That's bitches. That's fine. And then, like, a lot of people in the comments were like, yeah, a lot of women, uh, I mean, everybody's different, you know, if you Mm -hmm. were, you know, yeah, I I apologized immediately because I I realized what I said was bad. But a lot of people were like, sometimes, you know, bitches are bitches regardless of, Mm, you know, gender and or Mm -hmm. if they're even a real thing. I call a lot of things bitches. I need to get rid of it. I call inanimate bitches or inanimate (laughs) object bitches. (laughs) Back to the story. Back to the story. (laughs) Oh my god. This this is probably why we don't let you host Fridays. (laughs) This is why we need Josh here. (laughs) Yeah. Guys, sorry. What would Josh do? What would Josh do? What would Josh do? I was over at my boyfriend's apartment this weekend and I was cooking dinner because he was studying for exams. I made pasta with a chunky sauce with meatballs and veggies. I told him dinner was ready and he goes, quote, what's for dinner tonight, bitch? With a lot of emphasis on the last word. Oh, no. Oh, boy. I was fed up. I had a pretty rough day with work, and I have some awfully bad associations with that word being used by other people in my life who are pretty abusive. Mm. So I was so irritated that I dropped the pot of pasta sauce I'd been carrying right on the ground and was like, well, nothing's for dinner tonight now. I better not hear you ever using that word again. It's only for girls. (laughs) So my apologies to you, OP. Uh, (laughs) For my own discretions. Uh, But anyways, he was freaking out about how sauce had landed on his rug. Good. And he even said, you're seriously acting like a bitch right now. Oh, I don't know what else to call it. He said it again. Oh, (laughs) man. I would fucking rub the sauce in the rug. Yeah. Man is looking for a death sentence. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. Jesus Christ. I had just walked out and got takeout for myself and went to my friend's house. Good. She thought it was pretty funny, but my boyfriend was furious. He kept texting and calling and sending me voice memos trying to explain that saying, what's for dinner tonight, bitch, was a TikTok trend. That he was just trying. I have, what side of TikTok TikTok. is he on? Because I have not seen this trend. Cis white male TikTok, but I saw one video of like, sorry to interrupt, Sean. Um, oh, you can. I saw this one video of like this this person doing it in their relationship, and literally the their partner sat down and was like, "You don't get to call me that. I don't care if it's a TikTok trend. <sighs> wow. Never call me that again. If you call me that again, 
you will not be fed ever again. Do you hear me? And the the person's just like, mm-hmm, yeah, but it, mm, it's, it's shit like that. That is going to increase the homicide rate. I swear <laughs> to God. I swear to God. <laughs> I thought that was the shittiest excuse ever. It doesn't matter if he saw it as a joke or stole the joke from TikTok. It was still disrespectful. But it didn't change the fact that he thought that shit was funny to demean me while I was trying to do him a favor. Like hell, I came over when he was studying to make him a home-cooked dinner and he decides it's time for jokes? So I put my phone on Don't Disturb for the night, split a bottle of wine with my friend and her roommate. Okay, okay. The next morning... Yeah, for real. (laughs) The next morning, he was sending me angry texts demanding that I clean his rug because he was too busy with exams to do it. I was shocked he left it overnight. (laughs) That's disgusting. Yep. I texted him back saying, I texted, just said, bitch, please. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch, please. (laughs) Bitch. I texted him back saying, yeah, so that's the bitch tax, honey. Leave me alone until you're ready to handle your own cooking and cleaning because this bitch isn't anymore. Also, it's vile that you left that there soaking all night. (laughs) Oh, snap. Fucking vibe. (laughs) He called me and told me that he was okay with doing his own household work, but I did throw a full pot of sauce at the ground, so that's on me to clean up. No, it's not. I responded, yeah, no, I'm not comfortable doing chores for you if you see me like your bitch. He told me that it's just a trend, and I got pissed off he was playing that TikTok trend BS excuse again. Mm-hmm. So I told him, well, I'm starting a trend called saucing, where a little joke, <laughs> people throw pasta sauce around. You can't be mad because it's just a little trend, a little jokey joke, just a little prank, bro. It's just a prank. I, I love the OP I be so much. Me too. Just a, just a little jokey joke. She reminds me of Alexis from Shits Creek. Yes. <laughs> Oh my little, god. Let me watch that show. It's a little jokey joke. <laughs> jokey joke. Ew, David. It's like boop. <laughs> he got really pissed off and hung up on me. And now I'm seriously wondering if this dumb fucking TikTok joke is gonna be the end of things between us. Am I the asshole for how I reacted when my boyfriend asked me, what's for dinner tonight, bitch? No. Edit. Nope. Oh, there's an edit. To address a comment that I've gotten a lot, I don't even have time to reply every time. Quote, but did you tell him not to call you a bitch? Like, how would he know otherwise? End quote. No. No. Weird. Honestly, if someone has gotten to the age of 30 and not realized that women as a whole do not like having demeaning slurs used against them, Mm -hmm. they are beyond my help. This man was 30. This isn't something that needs to be told. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. 30. This isn't something that needs to be told. I shouldn't have to go through life like, hey, man, just in case you were thinking I might like a demeaning slur against my gender used on me. I actually don't, <laughs> smiley face. <laughs> on the first date. Um, by the way, uh, I would like not yeah. to call the bitch ever. 
It's so sad that the bar has been lowered literally below the ground in terms of like respect for people in relationships. And this is something yeah. I've seen all actually on TikTok quite a bit <laughs> where people will post videos of like, oh my gosh, like my husband or my partner or so-and-so like they, I don't know, they did their own laundry or something and cleaned up their side of the room and someone will reply. It's like, that is actually the stupidest thing in the, like, you, that's, that's what the they're bar. supposed to do. <laughs> it's that's normal. the bar. And it's so disturbing. And the way, to answer the OP's question, is this the knife in the coffin for their relationship? I kind of hope so because yeah. if that's how he responds to her being like for her saying, hey, this is a boundary. I don't like being called a bitch and I want respect from you after doing something really nice from you. And he responds by being an immature little dickhead. I'm sure she can find somebody better. Yeah. Not I'm a single positive. thank you or sorry was said. Nope. Thank mm-hmm. you. Next on that Ariana shit. Like. Oh, I ain't got much to say about this, but when it comes to your relationship, OP, pasta la vista, baby. God fucking damn it. Stop it. I mean, oh, I I love the puns. So that's why I'm clapping. Thank you. you. Amazing. That's respect. I think I'm the only one that hates it. Uh, Uh, (laughs) uh, But it is what it is. It's amazing. Uh, It's amazing. Yeah. I just can't believe he's 30. Christina, what are you thinking? I, I thought he was, I forgot the age because I think she says it in the beginning and I forgot. And so, yeah, I was, how old is she? Yeah, how old are they? Are they both 30? She, oh, no, she never, she said never, the ages. okay, okay. So, mm. she never said it. Yeah, I was very surprised to hear 30 because I would expect this from a high schooler um, who has yet to have the emotional, not emotional, but like the capacity to understand like, yeah. you know, this is not cool, which some teenagers have mm-hmm. it, some don't. The, the brain fully develops at like, what, 25? So you're still learning at that age. Yeah. But a fucking grown ass man at that big ass age, following, yeah, a TikTok trend to demean someone that they are with just for the reaction, just for the views. Like, no, no, you wouldn't. No. Gross. And was was he even videotaping this situation? Because I, I did not imagine, hear OPs. Yeah. But like, I mean, even it'd be worse if he wasn't recording. <laughs> yeah, you just. Well, I feel like he mean. wasn't. I that's feel like what I he mean. wasn't. Wow. Like, wow. it does. She didn't. The OP didn't mention anything about him recording. So I feel like that was just a scapegoat of his shitty behavior. Which, yeah. if he does it once, he's probably going to do it again. I'm sorry. Liars like that will find every excuse in the book, even stupid ones like TikTok. It's like, I don't know how, like, I've been, I mean, I used to watch YouTube videos, like, I don't know, years ago. I have not so much anymore. But years ago, like when I was in high school, there was a YouTube video going around of some guy like scaring someone. He pops out of a trash can and he's like, boo. And then a guy just (laughs) fucking punches him, like decks him in the face. And it's just a prank. Yeah. It's just a prank. Don't hit me. Or when <laughs> when like people will go into like the hood and they'll be like talking shit oh about people yes. or oh, pulling people's pants. That's what it is. That was a thing. That was oh a trend. Oh, and, I remember that. and then they would get chased down. And I'm like, yeah, you fuck around and you found out. You don't go do that shit in the yep. name of a prank. This is the same situation. Like you don't just mm-hmm. call people bitches um, for a prank because then 
he found out and she's not gonna stand for it and now he's all mad being yep. a little he being a little bitch <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. I she feel can use like, it yeah yeah i feel like he's just giving kind of similar to the other guy with the whole financial crisis <laughs> because of this bait problem just like very small dick energy vibes this is the fuck around. around and find out um yes episode. micro dick. yes <laughs> micro dick fuck around find out all right, Wikimaniacs. Uh, with that being said, that's the last story for tonight. Welcome back, Wikimaniacs, to This Day in History, a series where your boys from Reddit on Wiki pause on all the piping hot tea from Reddit and take you back in time to learn more about what happened on this day. Today's date is Monday, October 3rd. And for today's throwback, we're going to chat about one of the most iconic Disney shows. When you think of kids' television, what do you think of? If you're born in the 90s, for example, chances are maybe you grew up watching Disney, Sesame Street, or Big Comfy Couch. Uh, not listed here, but Power Rangers. That was my, that was my deal. Uh, anyways, depending on where you lived, too, would also influence a lot of what you watched or didn't watch growing up. One thing may be for certain, when it comes to anything being produced by the worldwide company known as Disney, many people can rhyme off either one show or one movie that they watched as a child. With that being said, it may come to no surprise to folks listening who know the historical timeline of the now that's a real number? Wow. Of the now $199.02 billion company. And today we're jumping into our hypothetical time machine and taking things back to 1955 to discuss one of the company's earliest and most pivotal shows. The famous Mickey Mouse Club. The famous Mickey Mouse Club first aired on American Broadcasting Company, also widely known as ABC, on October 3rd, 1955. The show, which was an hour long, aired every weekday afternoon and would feature a cast of kids called Mouseketeers presenting skits and musical numbers. The concept was reportedly created by Hal Adelquist and the big cheese himself, Mr. Walt Disney. The show would also incorporate special guest stars, serials, Disney newsreel segments from around the world, and plenty of Disney cartoons. The original cast included Sharon Bard, Bobby Burgess, Lonnie Burr, Tommy Cole, Annette Funicello, Darlene Gillespie, Cubby O'Brien, Karen Pendleton, Doreen Tracy, and more. The cast, also known as the Mouseketeers, seemingly were divided into teams. For example, the first bunch of names mentioned were on the so-called Red Team, which was kept under contract for the entire run of the show, spanning from 1955 to 1959. Later, teams or cast members would be defined by either being on the blue or white teams. In terms of adults on the show, adult co-hosts included Jimmy Dodd, Roy Williams, and Bob Amsbury. In 1956, the Mickey Mouse Club was nominated for a Primetime Emmy Award, and in 1957, it had won a Golden Globe Award. 
The show, to many, was seemed as a success, especially for a children's-based show. Even though the show was considerably popular, ABC decided to cancel it by September of 1959 after its fourth season had ended. Reportedly, it was because Disney and the ABC network could not come to terms for its renewal. But the Mickey Mouse Club did not die in 1959 as they would make numerous comebacks. For our millennial listeners, the most prevalent one to our generation would likely be the 1989 to 1994 revival of the show where we were introduced to future stars such as Ryan Gosling, Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, Justin Timberlake, J.C. Chazay, D.D. Mango Hall, Rhonda Bennett, and more. Even with new faces, new names, and new skits, the 1955 Mickey Mouse Club crew will forever be remembered as the OG Mouseketeers, especially when we take a look down the long, winding Disney timeline. Well, Wikimaniacs, thanks for sticking around to hear what happened on October 3rd, 1955. Today's segment would not have been made possible without the following resources. The Disney 23 Expo website, Wikipedia, the rap website, and IMDb. So, thank you, Alex, for writing that. Thank you, Christina, for editing that. And it wouldn't be this day in history without giving a shout-out to all of our patrons. Uh, A little peek behind the screen, guys. I recorded this the same night as I recorded last week's, so... Uh, we are still at 101, but hopefully a number has jumped up by today. But like I said last week, we are over 100 patrons, so that means we will be doing the Hot Ones episode. Just like I said last week, this episode will be a Patreon exclusive. So patrons, make sure you're watching the feed for when that drops. Non-patrons, if that sounds interesting, you can go ahead and go to patreon.com slash network. The link is in the show notes, and uh, you can go ahead and join so you can watch that video whenever it drops. But uh, yeah, with that being said, let's give a shout out to all these patrons. Uh, let's see if I can do it better than last week. I doubt it. Shout out to Evelyn, Christine, Pixel, Mommy, G, Kite, Heather, Caitlin, Kelsey, Andrea, Jillian, Aaron, Kawina, Renee, Apolline, Rhonda, Stephanie, Rhiannon, Christine, Juice Machine, Kate, Carolyn, Rihanna, Maria, Maria Elena, Neen, Amanda, Adam, Jacqueline, Michelle, Ali, Ashley, CJ, Sicily, Haley, Brittany, Little Rosie, Ariari, Saskia, Andy, Sky, Lucilini, Amber, Reed, Noah, Itzel, Nelly, Sasha, Megan, Alex, Caitlin, Casey, Ringo, Paula, Dan, Rochelle, Carrie, Barry, D, Mary, Anna, Ekaterina, Ekaterina, Jen, Jenny, Leanne, Elizabeth, Corey, Carter, Amber, Dominique, Marine, Chantel, Tiffany, Risa, Kieran, your girl Diana, Catherine, Diana, Erica, Lena, Nia, Jen, Crystal, Danielle, Michelle, Alexis, Jasmine, Miss Doolittle, Mary Ann, Sasha, Free Gnome, Susan, Phantafox98, Dana, Spooky Tales, Blue Rena, Katie, Ileana, Micah, Valentina, Alex, Taru, Aaron, Gabby, Lindsay, and the OG of OGs, Vina. All right. Also, patrons, 
Uh, I'm sure I got those some of those names incorrectly pronounced. So if you don't want me to do that, let me know. Maybe shoot me how to pronounce your name. Again, I've said it on many episodes. I am not smart. So if you want me to pronounce your name better or if you have a problem with how I pronounce it, I will not be hurt if you correct me. So please correct me. That being said, thank you to all 101 of you. Still shocking. Crazy that you guys are doing what you are doing. But you guys are a huge help for keeping the show afloat. Uh, we're able to hire great people such as Christina and Alex to, you know, kind of even out the load for Josh. He was dying before they came on. So thank you guys for helping us help Josh, which helps all of us because we get to keep the show going. All right. So if you uh, are not a patron, we got to thank you too because, you know, you guys got us to this point as well by listening, by watching TikToks, et cetera, et cetera. So thank you to all the listeners if you made it this far. Thank you for all the patrons for helping support the show financially. Ooh, little dust bunny. And thank you to Alex for writing this day in history. Thank you to Christina for editing. Thank you to uh, John and Josh for being the loves of my life. And uh, yeah, that's it for this show. Love you guys. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you guys on Friday. Bye. 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 Later. Your boy Sean. <laughs>